Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Blogcast Podcast. My name is Malik Branch, and I am your host. And this is a daily podcast to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. If you haven't already done so, please head over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And please, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at financialemancipation at gmail.com. So for those of you who have been here for the last couple of episodes, this is episode seven. Um, we were discussing the five ways to walk towards your financial freedom. We covered that in the earlier episode. So if you want to go on the, over to SoundCloud and search Financial Emancipator, you can find the uh, previous episodes and it goes over the five ways to walk towards your financial freedom. So now that we've covered the ways to walk towards your financial freedom, today we're going to get into a specific topic, one that's a little sensitive, and we're going to kind of carry this topic through this week. And that is the topic of savings. So savings can be, savings is a broad um, area in finances to cover. There are so many little ways in which we have to cover it and get into it. But today we're going to focus on what is a savings, what is not a savings, and um, how much you should be saving and how. Um, We're going to cover that and then we're going to get into much more detail about savings and specific types of savings later on in the week. So today when we start to talk about savings, Oh my goodness, savings is such a touchy topic because most people, when I meet them or when I'm discussing with them about their finances, they don't feel like their finances are in pristine health. They feel like their finances are a little sick. Some people feel more that they're more sick than others. And in that instance, people do not feel as though they can save. They think savings is for um, when you are in a good position, when in fact it's the opposite, right? Savings is what will save you. Savings is what will save your finances. And it is what will get you out of and keep you out of um, financial binds throughout the course of your life if you constantly and consistently dedicate and commit yourself to always having a savings. So let me tell you one thing that savings is not. And this is to clarify. Your your retirement is not your savings. I'm going to repeat that again. Your Your retirement is not your savings. So most people will tell me when I meet them, I say, do you have a savings? And they say, yes, I contribute to my 401k. I contribute to my pension. I contribute to an IRA, Roth, all these things. Those are retirements. So anything where if you go to get your money, you have a penalty you face because the money is designated for something else, a 429B plan for your kids, education, anything where you will be penalized for taking out your money because you're taking it out either A, prior to the time that you're supposed to take it out and is fully matured, or B, you've taken it out for a, a reason that's not the reason it was designated to be savings, that is not a savings. That is not what you should depend on in an emergency, and that's not what you should always and consistently have as part of your portfolio. When I discuss savings, I want you to have a, a savings account with a bank. Um, I encourage those to have a bank, a saving account with a bank that will give you some interest, but the interest is not going to be great. You're not going to get some huge, great interest rate no matter where the economy is. But you just have a bank account. There's an interest-bearing account. It is a savings account. Um, one of the things I encourage is that the savings account should not be with the same bank that you bank and do your checking, deposit, pay your bills with. That makes that money too easily accessible and therefore takes it away from its ability to be savings. So you take you should have a separate bank account at a separate bank 
that has a savings account. That account at that bank should have an automatic direct deposited amount that goes into that account every time you get paid. Now, this is where things get a little touchy, right? Because people will say, I don't have any money to put into my savings. And that's what happens if you try to save at the end. If you try to go through all of your budget and everything and then put savings in, of course, it will appear that you do not have any money to put into your savings. That is why savings should happen first. The first debit out of your account when you get paid should be the designation of a transfer to your savings account. It should happen automatically. It should be the first thing that occurs before any bills get paid, before anything happens, before one swipe occurs. The reason for this is because you must first pay yourself. And that is important because you are the person working. You are the person who needs these things. And you need to make sure that you are first and foremost covered for your savings. So automatically out of your bank account where your direct deposit goes when you get paid should be a designation of a transfer to a savings account. One for which you cannot just quickly transfer money back into your checking or anything like that. That's why I encourage folks to not have it be at the same bank that they utilize. So it's a it's a bank and it should be one that you can access. Uh, most banks are open six days a week. So if there's an emergency, you can go to the teller, but you should not be able to just kind of move it back and forth from your checking to your savings because that defeats the purpose. So then the question becomes, how much money should you be saving? So one of the pitfalls that most people get into is when, particularly this, this time of year, people say, you know, I need to up my savings. So they get aggressive. They say, oh, I need to increase my savings. So they say, oh, you know, I'm going to transfer, you know, $100 every pay period um, so that I can save $200 a month. And so that if I, you know, for the whole year, I can save $2,400. Um, and then you see the first month they do that, the first paycheck they do that. By the time they get to, let's say they get paid on a Friday, the subsequent weekend goes by, you go through the week. By the time they get to the following Thursday, they are needing to do a transfer from that savings account back into their checking to cover their daily expenses. So what that tells me is two things. One, you're not following your budget because your budget has not designated and been allocated for you to do with the things you're doing. And two, you are over saving. So a key important part is to come up with a savings amount that you can actually stick to that will not force you to go back into the savings because savings, putting money into savings for the spirit of it, but going right back into it before you even get paid again, is not really saving. You're not accumulating any money and you're actually just using it. And you know, it's, it's a mind trick and you don't need, we don't need to trick our minds. We need to actually get financially free. So a good example of this is to say, my my position is that no one should save less than 1% of their total annual salary every year. Um, 1% um, is, it sounds like it's not a lot, but if you break it down weekly, it can feel like a lot, but what there should be a minimum of 1% going into your savings. Um, I encourage people to do more along 3%. So let's say if you're a person who earns $45,000 a year, 3% a year is about $1,500 for the year. Um, $1,500 a year um, boils down to probably about $50 every pay period. And $50 every pay period breaks down to about $4 a day. So I think that if you're a person, that's, that's saving at the level of 3%. If you're a person who does anything outside of your house, you can eliminate whatever that is. If you buy coffee every morning, you cannot buy coffee every morning and you can meet your savings goal of 3%. So when you say 3% is a lot, know that it's not if you're willing to make some sacrifices in order to, to make it up. So 
I encourage folks to only to have a savings goal that is a minimum 1%, but realistically, I encourage those to try to do a, a savings plan of 3%. When you have that money, it should go, like I said, into this account that you do not touch. You should make that be your goal, which is to get to the end of the year. We're in January. Go ahead and, and contribute to your savings at, at, at a level that you're comfortable with. Again, a minimum of 1%. But around 3%, if you can do more, you should do more. 5% is really great. 10% is aggressive. If you can do that and you can build up savings, you will see the benefits of your savings. You will see how your savings will save you. Um, in those instances, cash in the bank, and that's the part I want to hone into, is cash in the bank is crucial for having financial freedom. Because having cash in a bank means that you're not dependent upon credit. You're not dependent upon borrowing from any other person if an emergency comes up or if you choose to do something. If you make a designation and decide you'd like to go on vacation, you'd like to buy something special for your children, you'd like to buy something special for yourself, you'd like to invest, you'd like to do any of those things. You are not, you need cash to do that. Um, and so, again, and, and this is your general savings, just to be clear, this is not your savings towards your house or your savings towards something like a large scale purchase. We're just talking about your general run in the mill cash in the bank savings that you should not touch and you should have there building up every year so that you can have a substantial cash in the bank savings. So just to recap, your savings is crucial to your financial freedom. Your, your retirement is not your savings and everyone should have a savings account that is not in their, not attached to their checking bank account where they get their general banking done. They should have that at a separate bank with an automatic debit every time they get paid in order to fulfill and fill that bank account with a minimum 1%, but really should be about a 3% savings. So tomorrow we're going to discuss in more detail savings, different types of savings, why you're saving and how we're going to focus on reaching our savings goals in 2018. Again, if you have already, haven't already done so, please head over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And we're going to be starting a Facebook group there so you can join the conversation. And if you have any questions about anything that we discussed or you just want to get in contact with me, please feel free to email me at financialemancipation at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you'll be back tomorrow when we continue to discuss savings. Have a great day.